Hey, Graphic Audio fans. This is Production Manager Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. This week's pick is the newest Marvel Comics graphic audio adaptation, Ant-Man, Natural Enemy. I have to admit, growing up, I wasn't the biggest Ant-Man fan. Actually, when I was growing up, the guy that I knew who was Ant-Man wasn't even Ant-Man anymore. Since the mid-1960s, Hank Pym has learned how to reverse his size, and by the time I started reading comics, he was known as Yellow Jacket, an alias of Pym's that I really dug. Now that I've been reintroduced to comics through our works here at Graphic Audio, I had no idea that someone else has taken up the Ant-Man character. Turns out that Ant-Man these days, and for the last 35 years, is an electronics expert and thief named Scott Lang. Lang has donned the Ant-Man costume since the late 1970s, and the character's profile has increased lately. Riding the wave of the recently released summer blockbuster Ant-Man movie, Marvel wrote a prose novel entitled Ant-Man, Natural Enemy, to accompany the movie's release. Well, you already know that turning Marvel prose novels into awesome audio entertainment is graphic audio's thing, and this title is no exception. The story, written by multi-genre author Jason Starr, focuses on Scott Lang's life as a single dad, raising a teenage daughter, while trying to maintain his superhero status around the cracks. Lang discovers that an old criminal from his past has come back to haunt him, and he is not sure if the criminal is trying to do harm to him and his daughter, or if he's trying to steal the scientific secrets that comes with being Ant-Man. Can Scott protect himself, and more importantly, his daughter, while stopping the killer once and for all? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. Jason Starr does a great job in showing that living the superhero life is not always as glamorous as it seems. Things are a bit too real in this story, but it's the type of story that I always seem to love. Hence, that's why I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Graphic Audio's own Scott, Scott McCormick that is, does a tremendous job in adapting the prose into our signature Graphic Audio sound, with the assistance of sound designer Justin Wirtz. The Graphic Audio bullpen does its share to help make this a worthwhile listen through the performances of narrator Richard Rowan, Patrick Bussing, Danny Stoller, James Lewis, Elizabeth Jernigan, Joe Brack, Tim Carlin, and Katie Karkoff, among others. Another sensational job that everyone in Graphic Audio Nation will enjoy. So go grab it today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Ant-Man, Natural Enemy. Get it up, yo! Anthony Hawkins, 22 years old, in a black ski mask with one wide slit for his eyes, entered the bodega on 3rd Avenue and 128th Street and took out his piece. A 9mm Glock, the same gun he'd used during his entire spree of holdups in the New York City area. Come on, kid, you ain't gonna get rich off me! Anthony noticed the camera, aiming right at him from the corner near the door. Hey! You come out here now! The Asian lady walked toward the front of the store with her hands up. Then Anthony thought he saw the old man reach for something behind the counter. Maybe a gun. Anthony aimed the Glock at him. The register! Clean it out right now or I'll kill both of you! I swear I will! Drop the gun, Anthony. Who said that? Is there somebody else in here? No, I swear! Well, somebody's talking to me! Someone who knows my name! Leave them alone, Anthony. Put the gun down. Let the man call the cops and you won't get hurt. That's your best option right now. Actually, that's your only option. What's going on? Somebody else in here? You hiding someplace? This is the last time I'll ask you. 
put the gun down, and you can go back to jail and serve the time you deserve to serve. Don't put the gun down, and you're still going back to jail, but you may spend a couple weeks in the hospital. Shut up! The old man and the Asian woman were staring at Anthony like he was crazy. What are you looking at? Then his mask suddenly came off his head, as if somebody had pulled it off, but no one was there. What the? Oh! Anthony felt a pain in his face, like he'd just been sucker punched. And then he was tumbling back into the shelf. He had dropped his gun. When he tried to reach for it, it slid away from his hand, all the way toward the entrance to the store, as if somebody had kicked it. But nobody was there. So it wasn't just voices anymore. Now things were moving on their own, and he was imagining getting hit in the face? But if he was just imagining things, how come it hurt so bad? And damn, why was his nose bleeding? Hey, I gave you a chance, but you wanted to do it the hard way. So you're getting the hard way. <laughs> Who said that? Oh. Anthony's head jerked to the right, as if someone had just shot his left cheek with a BB gun at close range. Hey, over here. The voice sounded like it had come from near his stomach. Anthony looked down. Oh. And something hit his chin. I mean over here. Oh. <sighs> This was what you asked for. Yes or nothing. Anthony tried to get up. Uh, I'd love to stick around, but I have another date downtown. Leaving the bodega, Scott Lang, from his perspective as a half-inch tall man, saw the police cars pulling up to the curb. As the cops rushed out, Scott darted across the sidewalk, which from his tiny perspective was the size of a large plaza. Then Scott jumped off the curb, which felt like jumping from a second-story window. He landed on his feet and continued, passing between two humongous parked cars. Scott had promised Hank Pym that he wouldn't abuse the Ant-Man technology, which meant not using it for trivial reasons, like to beat the evening rush, but once in a while, when he was in a hurry, why not? When a cab approached, Scott leapt onto its front end and held on with his super-strong hands and feet. Hopping from Kartikara's Ant-Man was the fastest way to get anywhere. He clung to the roof of the cab until it started to make a ride onto 125th Street, and then... He leapt onto the windshield of another car, a white SUV. He stared right at the huge, angry face of the driver and thought a bug had just landed in front of him. Scott turned to see the tremendous blade of the windshield wiper heading right for him, just before it could reach him. He jumped up and landed on the SUV's roof. He rode on the SUV to 116th, and then jumped on a car headed east toward FDR Drive. There was no traffic. The car took him all the way downtown to the East Village. Then, jumping along the tops of cars, trucks, and buses, Scott made his way to the Starbucks on Astor and Lafayette. Copyright Marvel. If you enjoyed what you heard from the clip of Ant-Man, Natural Enemy, you can purchase the title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. You can purchase the title in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. It is also available in audio CD format. And you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.